Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Danny Cola, and I'm very excited to bring you this next episode of the podcast, number 97, moving right along. This episode features Aaron Furry. Aaron Furry is the creator of Steel Mace Yoga, and obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, I'm a huge enthusiast of the Steel Mace, and I've been learning it the last couple of years, and Aaron Furry's been a somebody of influence for me and I love taking her workshops and I love uh, watching her Instagram videos and it was a great conversation that I got to have with her so I hope that you guys enjoy the podcast just as much as I enjoyed having the conversation check out Aaron Furry on Instagram at Furry Yoga I'll definitely post that in the show notes and check out Steel Mace Yoga if you want to learn how to flow with the Steel Mace uh basically doing yoga moves it's really fun and uh, recalibrating i like to say enjoy the podcast everybody <laughs> aaron thank you so much for doing my show uh it's been almost a year since we started uh or we recorded our last podcast and i was just telling you before we started i've learned so much from people like you and i just want to thank you for your time so thank you for uh just shooting the shit with me on a friday yeah, sure. I um, appreciate you having me. I'm sorry I missed you in uh, Chicago when you were there, but doing it now. So <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I did. I mean, I we didn't get the podcast, but I did take your class. And let's just like go right into what Steel Mace Yoga is becoming. Uh, I love the idea of combining the two. I've learned so much with the mace, and you've been a huge part of that. Uh, I love how you teach. It, it impacts me and how I kind of develop my style as a mace instructor and trainer and enthusiast of unconventional tools. Uh, how's that been going, the whole journey of steel mace yoga? Man, it's been going really great. It's really exciting. Um, it started uh, a little over a year ago. I think I had my, well, I'm probably, it's been over a year and a half, but um it's been a really great journey. It's still, you know, pretty new and people still are learning about what the still mace is and what mm -hmm. still is. So I'm on the journey right now of just, you know, doing my workshops about every two months and just kind of putting it out there, you know, yes. um, and teaching people what it is and what I'm teaching. And then I think it's just going to grow from there. Um, I think so. I think so. I love, like I said, I love the concept of combining the two. And what I'm really interested in is like, exercising and in and, and becoming more parasympathetic and making this more mainstream because i think people's mindset towards fitness is constantly go 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 harder better faster more weight and yeah. you know we're always looking at the we're always looking at how much weight we're losing and calories in versus calories out like there's something to, to moving and being calm and and making that a part of your workout routine what what are your thoughts on that yeah, I mean, we need just the slow the hell down sometimes. And totally. Still Yoga really forces you to do that. Um, it's really slow and controlled movements. And I think that's what challenges people the most because because they're so, you know, fast and dynamic and going hard. Because I like that too. But I think it's the most challenging when you have people slow down and do that slow, um, you know, isometrics or just slow controlled movement, pulling the mace mm -hmm. apart. And, you know, I see, <laughs> see so many people uh, challenge in, in ways they've never been challenged before, especially, and I don't want to call anybody out, but like, you know, guys that, that lift lots of heavy weights, they come to still me yoga and they die. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for saying that out loud. Jesus. I have friends that still think it's a, it's a warm up tool. Um, they're just reluctant to try it and like actually give it a real shot. But yeah, man, it's not easy. And uh, the more, uh, you know, I've been training people with the mace, the more people are really starting to understand the benefits that you get from it. And um, I mean, just kind of explain and talk about your relationship and how that's grown with the, ma with, with, uh, with the mace and you. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, yeah. So I started with the mace um, over three and a half years ago with ESIC and I really connected with that um, just because... Well, I guess I was into like the flow arts and doing the uh, fire stuff. And so those kind of movements um, really connected me to the still mace. Um, but my relationship has grown so much, um, you know, over just learning, having Isik as my mentor and everything that I've learned from him. But, um, you know, my, maybe my we can break whole... that down further, because every time I encounter somebody who has heard of Isik, they're all like Isik. 
the Viking Ninja. So, you know, I've been pretty impacted by him um, from the workshops that I've done. Let's break that down. Having Isik Milan as a mentor, how is that? How did that unfold, and, and what does that mean to you today? That that relationship with him? Okay, cool. So I, you know, I met him on it, and I just he uh, we started trading, doing uh, massage for training, and so and I just really connected with him more than anybody else, and I loved like his form of training and how intense he was, you know. Mm. And so he just started training me, and I was like, man, this guy knows so much. I just want to learn everything he has, you know. Like I want to yeah. learn what he knows. Like he, he's just, you know, he's brilliant. He's very brilliant. Um, when it comes to fitness and, and knowing his shit and he has lots of really great experience and he's had so many amazing teachers along the way. And yeah. so he just took me in under his wing. I don't know, because of my dedication and how, like when I want something, like I'm just get really serious about it. So I just showed a lot of dedication and determination and just always showed up, you know, always came to this class. I always worked my ass off. I always like push myself. And I think he respects people that really are there to work, you know? And yeah, totally. so I think that's what, you know, caught his eye with me is just like, I was just, you know, I just hundred percent, hundred and ten percent every time I come in there to work and I was serious about it, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I like to watch his videos and, and kind of pick his brain as much as I can and, you know, use his book as a reference. And I love the whole uh, elimination of the ego mindset because there's a lot of stinky ego and fitness and God, so uh, much, so much. Yeah, I think it's so important to just to talk about that and understand the spectrum of a human and, and understand the, the workings of the ego and what it does for you and knowing when to kind of put it aside and learning to kind of integrate. What are your thoughts on that? Definitely uh, so much in the gym. Like you just see it so much. People are working out for the wrong freaking reasons, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, setting all that aside and he taught me so much about ego too, because he would be like training me in the gym or whatever. And I'm like sitting there concerned about what other people are thinking about me and stuff. And it would distract me and he would get pissed and, you know, like, you know, bring have to bring me back in because, you know, it, that's, it, I was just losing focus. So he taught me how to check my ego and how to uh, like hone in on and focus on what the hell we're doing and in our training. And yeah, totally. he, yeah, he'd always catch me um, doing something like that. And he always just brings me back in and focus. Um, so it's just, it's extremely important because as soon as you drop the ego, then, then you kind of draw your attention. I mean, your ego is attention to yourself or, um, but it's in a different way when it comes to training, your focus on, on the task at hand. Um, yeah, totally. I, and I just think like there's there's some, there's a way like when you exercise, especially in like in flow state. And I, I was I was kind of drawing the, this like flow, this flow chart chart. And like there's got to be a connection when you're doing some sort of movement patterns in the gym, trying to get yourself better. And you're just kind of flowing and you're not even thinking and you're just kind of being like there's right. got to be a connection to that, like making sure that your ego is in check enough to where you can kind of just let go and be fluid and really become parasympathetic. Like Isik is intense, but at the same time, like he's teaching you to become relaxed in stressful environments. Like right. that exactly. is that that to me is super important because when shit does hit the fan, like it always does eventually because life throws you these curveballs, you have to learn to kind of maneuver and sway and flow through those things, handle them with grace so that you can be the best version of you and still keep creating that environment around you. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, so much so. And God, he's I've learned so much through training that I can use in real life, you know, like, I mean, real life, but you know, outside of the gym, yeah, or outside right, of training. Right. right. So yeah, Isik, he taught me so much about like, okay, so boxing has been one of the number one uh, things I've learned so much about. Um, just getting like, you know, really, really frustrated with myself when I was not good at it in the very beginning, you know, mm -hmm. and learning how to deal with that. And in training and setting it aside and staying focused was another like the challenge that I had to undergo yeah. when training with him. Um, and it also just made me realize how I do that in, in, in life situations too. So what I learned through training with him, um, I have used throughout my whole life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially when it comes to, you know, building the brand and, and doing workshops and educating people. What are, what are some of your biggest like hurdles when it comes to um, 
building this brand alongside uh, unconventional fitness? Because you're you're one of the first ones. You know, you Isik, on it, all of that. Like that is, I feel like one of the like one of the mainstream areas where people can go to get information on this stuff. So, like, what type of hurdles have you kind of encountered? Well, I just, um, I guess like, I think the biggest hardest thing has been able to, um, put it out there to get it out there. Cause I don't really have a lot of people on my team besides like the Viking Ninja guys to really help me get the word out or promote. And I don't have a lot of experience in that, you know? And so yeah, doing a lot of things for the first time. Um, but that's probably been the number one thing is how do I get this out? How do I get, how do I promote this out? How do I, um, uh, make it known versus just traveling around and doing workshops. Sure. Which is why like we're, you know, we're podcasting about it right now because like, you know, as I unlaunch, when I, when I'm launching my, uh, my steel mace classes, I, it's the same type of hurdle that I have, which is why I think it's like super important to connect with each other all the time. Like people like you, TJ, Zane, Isik, the people in the unconventional fitness world talking about these things and, and really digging deep into some of the benefit. So, um, I think that I think that's just like super important and like breaking things down in a simple, simple manner. Uh, I think you do a really good job of doing that in your classes. What are like like how do you go about structuring steel mace yoga classes and, and, and making these moves and putting them together? I mean, obviously, like the body, you know, no one creates movement. I mean, we create movement, but no one makes it up on their own. Like anybody can right. do it. So well, like how do you go about really- making that up or going about that? It's been a really amazing process. So, um, you know, I've been teaching yoga for for many years and I structure my yoga classes um, where I build up um, to, you know, a a particular pose or whatever. So I base it on whatever we're building up uh, into, I can warm everybody up and get their bodies prepared to uh, move into that pose or whatever it is. Yeah, I I noticed that. I love that. I love that aspect of it. But when I started trying to sit down and write the Still Mace Yoga curriculum, I mean, I just had so many ideas that started, all this creativity just started flowing out because of all of my knowledge with the still mace by itself, with yoga by itself, yeah. and then with all my durability and mobility and all that, tra- all the training and all the teaching that I did at, on it, like all of it, bringing it all together and interwining, uh, intermixing it all has been such an amazing process. So there's so much information that I started to have to have to like, <laughs> I can't teach it all in one workshop. So I'm like, I have to split this up. There's yeah. no way I, ha- I can. And so it's so just going to have four levels, four levels, not meaning each level is harder. I mean, they're just going to be different. So, um, so I written level one, level two, and I have everything else in my head for level three, level four, um, because um, level one is really just your foundation. So it's taking um, three different um, yoga moves, um, and, and, uh, and the soul mace and incorporating three different kinds of movements into those. So it's, they're pretty, um, you know, pretty simple and pretty traditional, uh, yoga, yoga poses uh-huh. and, um, just breaking those down. So it's more of like a foundations to, to, to still mace yoga. The second one I just, uh, taught for the first time in Chicago and it's very, it was a, really uh powerful i wish you could have been there for that one actually yeah one um, of my students actually took both uh steel mace one and two what my my business partner took steel mace one and then one of my longtime students she took both uh one and two ashley and she oh, yeah. was raving about it she loved it man it was my first time to teach level two and it was amazing there's a lot of rotational work and stuff so i yeah. really haven't really come up with a name for it something like um you know some kind of something in rotation Um, so, and that has a lot of like one, one, uh, like single arm work. Uh Um, but, um, so the next one after that, I'm going to break it down to uh, level three is going to be all ground-based movements with the still maze. Ooh. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but how I teach it, you're asking me how I teach the class. So how I teach it, I do first or warm up. So, um, are you there? I'm here. I'm listening. I'm, okay, I'm cool. engaged. My, my computer went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> went to sleep, so I was making sure you're still there. Um, so no, I warm them up, and um, I can do some mobility, but or some um, ground-based mobility. Um, but then I take them through a flow, so a, a, a sequence of movements um, that I'm going to use later. So I, I teach them to the whole sequence of movements, and then I will train them how to use the stillmate, especially in level one. For people who've never even used the soul mace before, I have to teach them 
um, what, you know, what the wording is. They have to know sure. the language, the language sure. of still yoga. So yep. for example, cross body top with an under over grip or, you know, horizontal middle, or, you know, they have to know the positions, the landmarks and the hand positions to know what, what I'm teaching, what I'm telling them to do. So, um, yeah, so that's the foundations. I teach them through the still maze and then I teach them the, the movements that we're going to do. And then I put them together. So um, <clears throat> I put the, together the, the movements with the still mates. And the really amazing thing about adding uh, breath is it really brings so much more awareness to everything that you're everything that you're doing. So mm -hmm. when you bring breath with movement and still mace, it, it takes it to another level. Totally <laughs> you're, does. You're focused. You're, you have to focus. You're thinking about um, everything you're doing and the, and the breath. Um, and then, uh, so then after I teach them how to use, go through all the movements, we put them into the same sequence that we did before with the body weight, but now with the still mace. So they're familiar with everything. So it's kind of just a buildup on yes. everything and we'll take them through the sequence and we'll do it a few times and then uh, decompression. I love that. And, you know, I mean, the reason why I ask you is because I want you to kind of like talk about it on record, but just know that like the, the stuff that I'm doing with Viking Ninja and learning from Isik and TJ and, and you know, what, taking your classes, like I put all this together and like, I try to put my version and spin on it. So like, just know that you're impacting me. That's impacting another level of people. And that's like, that's what the game is all about. Right. Like it is providing it that, is. providing that inspiration and just fucking going and doing it. Definitely. I've had nothing but amazing feedback from still Maze Shoga. And then I feel like it comes so natural to me, like, cause I understand it and I wrote it. And it's so easy for me to teach. I love teaching it. Absolutely love. I love teaching yoga. I taught so many yoga classes today, like, and it's inspiration for a lot of people um, that take my yoga classes. I have so many people that come and it's just, it's so awesome to be able to share um, that with, that with the world really. Oh, totally. And not to mention like the connection you have with a group of people, it makes you like high on another level. Like that's, that's some real shit that I think people in the, in the real world kind of disconnect from over time as they kind of go through their lives, whether they be, you know, mundane or exciting or stressful or whatever the case is. I think connection with people, a group of people kind of under the same goal and working together to better themselves, that that's something special within itself. Extremely sure. powerful. It gives me chills sometimes. Yeah, like me too, man. The energy in the room and just watching people trying to figure it out, watching people like pushing themselves, watching people connecting to their bodies, watching people want to showing up, showing up to better themselves in some kind of way or fashion. Like I love watching the process of how that works. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Me too. Learning about their bodies and learning about themselves as they practice. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, shit happens during training where you're kind of got to like be mindful and be aware of what's going on and you become better of that kind of like in life, which is a great way to kind of segue when when shit does hit the fan for you, when things aren't kind of going the way you plan them. How do you how do you cope with stuff like that? Do you have uh, techniques that you go about to kind of put yourself in a, in a calming state? Are you aware of these things when they're happening or like do you have a process? What 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 are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that has such a been such a big lesson in my life is to learn how to respond versus react because I was a reactor where I just things just automatically I just turn on emotion and react. And that's something that's like, you know, it's something that I learned and had the habit of doing for so long. And so to retrain my brain and retrain my um, my process and how I re respond versus react is is to first of all when something happens just to take a moment and take a deep breath and process it versus just like automatically going into emotion and reacting mm -hmm. you know like what mm -hmm. i used to do so learning and it's been such a learning experience to to catch myself every time and to stop and take a couple of breaths and process before i react or respond um, breathing and move me, moving is extremely helpful just to slow down, take a couple breaths and breathe and move and connect to the body. And, um, that's been very helpful. Sometimes I like to, um, just kind of, I guess it's meditate. I, I meditate or I either lie down or I sit in a really quiet place and in quiet places. Just, I like to have that space and time to process and to be alone. Like I, 
I have to have it almost every day. So I always make time every day to either rest or just take some time. Um, sometimes listening to like this um, algorithm, these like, um, I, uh, they're just, it's just, uh, it's just kind of like ocean waves and things that kind of help. Yeah, calm the dude, mind. I'm totally, I'm totally into that. I have no, I'm, I'm feeling it, Aaron. I love it. <laughs> um, but I think that's what helps me um, cope is just having that that space, that time. But also what is really great is like releasing stress and things through exercise. Oh my God. That's like a huge thing. Like boxing, number one, like boxing is my number one way to train. I love it so much because it's so high intensity and it pushes me past my limit every time, but it's just like such a big release too. Totally. How many times a week would you say that you have those intense boxing type workouts? Just once or twice as uh, when I get over to E6 house. <laughs> uh. And then now it's really great because it, it's taken me a long time to get good with him. And he's had a lot of patience with me over the time. He's taught me how to hold pads, which has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to learn as a coach. I think um, it just, it, for, for whatever reason, it took me a lot longer to to figure out how to hold pads really well. Yeah, and, you gotta. Yeah. I, not that I'm like a pad connoisseur. Like, hold, I mean, I've held them without a ton of instruction, but I feel like there's a connection you have to have with the person hitting. Like, you have to yeah, understand how they move and meet them and, and teach them a certain technique and kind of meet them halfway and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, and I think that's what makes me and Isak uh, really great as we train together is because we know each other now so well. But yeah, yeah I, uh, Isak has been such a good uh, coach to me. Like, he used to be very intense. Like, I don't think he trains me like he trains most people like he used to like yell at me like I used to almost break down into tears and so I was and he would always bring me back up but like he taught me that way I was like hey we're training this doesn't have to be an emotional thing don't have to take everything he says or yells at me seriously it made me a hard, it made me a, like a tougher person in the end and it made me learn how to respond versus react with emotion too um yeah, but, totally. Like, I think good trainers, they know the individual they're training and they know where they can push them and they know the limits. Yeah. So, and so he used to yell at me and like, I appreciate that kind of training now is because not yell at me, like in a, in a coach kind of way, you know, like totally, totally. very intensely, like he's so intense, but martial arts is like the biggest, uh, I don't know. It's the biggest like relief of stress to me hmm. for sure. Yeah. You know, um, it's interesting. The more I learn about these movements and, and movement patterns and train this way, the, um, the, the, the relation it has with uh, people who do martial arts and do those type of movements. I've had plenty of people who do jujitsu that come to my steel mace classes and like, Oh my God, I hate it. I hate lifting weights, but doing, you know, steel mace movements and lifting weights this way is so much more transitional to my martial arts practice. And, you know, I think that's amazing. I think, you know, whatever is going to work to help you succeed in that art and, and, you know, flowing with the mace and kettlebells and clubs, it really is an art, you know, it is amazing. And, yeah. uh, there's just something, there's just something addicting about making that part of your day. Like you're talking about your, your ways of, of de-stressing and, and sitting and, and, and meditating to whatever is great too. But like when you, and you were talking about moving and breath work, like when you just get lost in a flow with a mace or a kettlebell and just kind of get music going and you're under the sun and your feet are in the grass or in the sand or whatever, like there is something that's transcending about that experience over time. And you learn to kind of grasp that moment. There's something special about that, you know? Definitely. I feel like I definitely do that kind of flow thing with like, you know, bow staff or nunchucks and stuff. But when it comes to like the still mesa, like I really, I feel like I'm super focused on what I'm doing, um, mm. you know, and that's it. And, and with, it's not like <clears throat> in still mesa yoga, I mean, you could, but like just having, um, you know, a, a sequence set out, like what you're going to do and be able to write that to like, you know, to um, it just, for it to, um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> Just so you put, put the sequence, put the poses together in a sequence that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 100%. And trying to execute that and understand that, you know, you're doing this on this side and this matches and 100%. Like that's part of 
kind of what I'm learning with Viking Ninja and, and, and teaching the mace, especially like with beginning people putting that together in a, a, a digestible way that they can kind of understand and, and, you know, kind of mimic on their own too, if they really wanted to, it's like a nice structured way to organize things. Um, right. Oh yeah. There's two different sides of, you know, the flow part of it, what you where you get lost in what you're doing and, yeah. and then having the focus and the discipline of, you know, the task at hand or whatever, whatever yeah. you're doing. Yes. So. Yes, totally. Um, let's switch gears here a little bit. Um, so I told you, I love talking about consciousness and like the open ended question about like what we are and how cosmic energy is our, you know, like what is inside of us. And, and how, I always ask myself every day, like, how does exercising in this, like in these circular patterns, connect with consciousness do you ever like spend time thinking about that um is that too out there for you well no no it's just the circular patterns in consciousness i mean i think about consciousness all the time i read books on it and all the things um uh, i do think that the training and connecting the body and using yoga and flowing and uh you know um i think that all raises your consciousness for sure um, but where, where are you trying to go with this? So, okay. All right. I'm going to explain this. I'm going to explain my theory to you because, um, a lot of people, they look at me like, are you fucking, I, I get what you're saying, but it doesn't make any sense. So I'm trying to like break this down. And I think you're, you're, okay. you're someone interesting to talk about this with. So Definitely. I, I listen to a lot of Paul check, right? You know, you listen to Paul check. I don't. Mm -mm. You don't listen to Paul Check. Paul Check is a holistic. He's a holistic life coach practitioner. He's just okay. I, somebody I've been listening to for a little while. I actually got introduced for, uh, to him on the Aubrey Marcus podcast, and okay. like it's just been like listening to Paul and his podcast, Living Four D. Shout out to Paul Check. It's uh, it's just it's it's really interesting, life changing, thought provoking, and um, anyway, he talks about like how he was meditating on what love was and he asked his soul to take him to what love was and he says that l stands for uh living and living happily happily and purposefully and i i don't want to like speak for paul but then he goes to the o and he he goes i asked my soul what the o says and he goes o stood for zero which is everywhere and nowhere all at once which mm -hmm. is what consciousness is which is what eternity is the universe all that stuff right <laughs> the, the entire sensation of oneness so he talks about like on a pendulum right a pendulum part of a circle mm -hmm. the swinging and i kind of yeah, look at yeah, the, yeah. the steel mace uh -huh. as a pendulum part and oh, yeah. the pendulum passes through absolute zero which is this you know the, the the point between it goes from one side to the other right it's very quick but at at some point, the mace or the club or the kettlebell or whatever is in that absolute zero mode, which is everywhere and nowhere. And it's connected to our freaking hands. And we're moving through these patterns. And we're kind of like trying to like get in the moment doing these movements and being mindful and all that. So like I, the question I keep asking is, how does something moving through absolute zero that's connected with us affect our consciousness and our ability to manifest goodness in the world and our reality as we know it. Is that too far-fetched? No, it's not at all. Everything is uh, moving patterns. Everything is, is patterns and numbers. And everything we think and say and do and move and the way that we move, um, it all connects to that. Um, and so we are tapped into those things. And I think that's what connects us. That's why we are so connected to the stillmates and all these things that, um, that, that do help us tap into that. Yeah, totally. Um, Maybe that's the case. People and love it so much, but they don't realize why. You're just taking it to a different level of like really wanting to understand it. Like, and I think that I, I, I'm always like that too. I want to be able to talk about it and understand it and like get it. Uh, you know, the reason why or why. Sure, sure. And then yeah. like I listen to all these people. So like I'll listen to an Aubrey Marcus podcast, and it'll be a fire one with Jason Silva, and they would talk about some of the aspects of infinity and consciousness in the universe. And then I'll take a little bit of what Paul Check says about that, and Michael Pollan, and all these people that talk about psychedelics, meditation, breathing, movement patterns, and kind of like piece these things together. And like everyone says all the time, the answer is love. The answer is love. Mm -hmm. You know. 
like that's probably and again it's our human nature to find like these crazy answers and prolific reasons to why the fuck we are living on this earth and moving around and doing these (laughs) things that we do but like everyone says oh it's this one crazy feeling of oneness and everyone says love 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 is the answer and like it's crazy to me that paul check says my soul and meditate i asked it what it you know i asked it to bring me to tell me what love is and he goes through these breakdowns and then ve to kind of like sum that up he he calls it volt electron and like that's our like actual physical chemistry and energy that kind of connects all of it together in this realm like again i don't want to speak for paul because he is way more articulate than i am when i hear that when i you know when i'm trying to hear myself repeat all this but then i can't help but think about like the steel mace and the clubs and how like those movement patterns kind of pass through infinity, whether we like it to think about it or not. And it's connected to us. And maybe that is a reason why like people kind of connect with the steel mace after a few times of moving it. And they just become addicted to how it makes them feel, how it's changing their body, how it brings out their imbalances and, and ultimately kind of makes them more balanced, more at equilibrium so they can take in the information that's surrounding them in the environment as pure as possible, where creativity comes, where love comes from, where truth and honesty and gratitude come from. That's just the way I interpret it. That's what are awesome. your thoughts, Aaron? For- <laughs> well, and then also the soulmates, it's extremely empowering also. I mean, all those oh, things, have, but it's extremely empowering. It is because it's history. It's history is being like, used in freaking battle from the Vikings, you know, it's like a warrior tool. And every person that I've ever talked to that it it describes as the still mace is being empowering uh, when you hold it. And so that's, yeah, that's the most powerful part of it. For sure, man. Uh, wow, that's that's like a jam packed like thirty minute session of of information there. So how about let's let's break a little way. Let's break a little bit away. Go ahead. Say that again. Oh, no, I'm just like, I'm just intrigued by, you know, uh, how much, you know, you've been listening and researching and connecting all the dots together. So, um, oh, yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's being so, a mace. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm all in on this stuff because the way it's making me feel personally moving with these, like, I, I, I don't like to like, uh, I don't like to be somebody that just goes all in on one thing. I like taking a lot of the information around. So like uh, I came from a conventional fitness background, but I'm extremely intrigued that these unconventional tools, they have the effect to make us more calm, but still at the same time, like turn our bodies into machines. Like I've yes. never felt so strong and, and, and been able to kind of maneuver with grace and, and just like feeling good. Like it, Nine nine days out of ten days, I'm feeling like tip top shape, as as uh, as Joey Diaz likes to say, tipped up magoo. Like I'm fucking feeling good <laughs> all the time, and like when when stuff does happen, that's kind of irritable or making me kind of second guess why life is the way it is. Like I just feel like I'm able, and this is an ongoing battle. Like I'm not, it's not easy all the time, but I just feel like I'm able to kind of just. Take it easy, kind of reflect and look at the situations. Like you were saying, respond as opposed to reacting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. I don't know. I think just all the movement patterns with these tools, the unconventional tools, um, is definitely so beneficial in numerous amounts of ways. Um, But one thing also is like for the body itself, it's like it's a full body workout. So you're not like just isolating certain muscles or lifting really heavy. I'm a massage therapist. So I deal with people that lift really heavy weights and they isolate and they have like so many like issues happening. But I feel like yeah. with these unconventional tools with the Stomach Shoga and Viking Ninja training and body weight and all the things, it's like, it just, it's overall like, you know, it's functional. It's so functional for the body uh, working together. And, um, you know, I don't feel like I ever have any issues when I train the way that I do with the still mace and you know, all the things that I do. Amen. Amen. Um, so I, I, I do, I love, obviously I love talking steel mace and everything behind all this stuff, but I want to get to know a little bit like Aaron furry, the person, like what else do you like to do besides fitness and talking about steel mace yoga and all that? Like what are <laughs> other, what are other things that you like to do? Are you, do you like writing? Do you like comedy? Like what are some of the things that spike your interest aside from fitness? Um, number one thing is I love being outside. So um, I love hiking and exploring and being beautiful places and being by water. 
um, mountain biking, um, all the, all the physical things, outdoors, traveling, um, um, just exploring and, and seeing what's out there. So, you know, since I was a kid, I always just wanted to travel and explore the world and see, um, I used to be into a lot of photography. So I bought a camera. I went to school for photography for a long time. I don't double in it that much anymore, but it's, it's still something that has been a big part of my life. Um, and it's always been taking pictures in nature and architecture and things like that. Um, That's I also, great. That's great. Huh? I mean, I love, I love, I love how it's just, you know, a combination of like physical activity and creation. Like, to me, to me, it's like, that's a, that's a beautiful way of living life. You know what I'm saying? As opposed yeah. to like the, I need to find a job that makes money to support my family so that I can get, you know, get a retirement package. Oh my God, Danny, I have to tell you, and I was wanting to talk about this too, because I'm looking around and I'm like thinking how blessed I am to live the life that I do because like, I don't have like a nine to five job, like everything that I do, I'm extremely passionate about. Like, I love my work every single day. Like, I'm glowing because I'm so freaking happy about the choices that I make in life, my life and what I do and how I make money. It's like, I'm so blessed that I have that option, that I, I chose this way of life, of, of, of doing what I love to make a living and being absolutely free to do what I want and to go yeah. on vacation when I want and to have free time and, like, to plan my day of whatever I want to do. Like, it's amazing. Like, I'm so happy. Like not everybody every has day, that. Every day, every day is a metaphorical Saturday, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, I work, and sometimes I work too hard. Sometimes, like Fridays are really crazy. I taught to like I've taught so many yoga classes, but then I do massages in between, and you know I travel. Like I, you know, I love all the things that I do, but I fill my days up pretty full, you know, totally, <laughs> because I choose totally. to. I choose to. Um, and I thrive. I just thrive. Somebody even told me today. They're like, "You are glowing." I'm like, maybe because I got a tan. They're like, no, I think it's just you have really great energy and you're happy. I'm like, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm finding that's really, really, really contagious. Like I'm 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 so on board with with that mantra and that mindset. Uh, and it's part of the reason why, like, I, you know, I love talking to you and I, lo I love learning from you because I see that in you. And like, I, it's a familiar feeling in me because that's exactly like what I want to do. Like, I want to show people that you too can find your inner light and like make that how it make that fund your existence in a way, you know, yeah. so, that, yeah. so that every day could feel like this, like you're maximizing its it's output for you, you know, as opposed to thinking about Monday being this lethargic, shitty start, to <laughs> right? you know, and, and this is, it's really sad because dude, I see kids program this way in high school. Like I see them yeah. on a Monday come in and just have the shittiest attitude because mm -hmm. it's, you know, kind of the culture. And it's, it's unfortunate because like the communities are beautiful. Like the city of Chicago is beautiful. Like the people are beautiful and there's so much good that's coming from the world that it's, it's so sad to see people living on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and looking at it as like, ah, it's just another day of the week. And I go home and I got to put together the bullshit and deal with it. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like I hear it, I hear it too often and it really like, it fuels me to keep doing this work. Like, fuck that. You have a choice. You don't have to, yeah. you don't have to do that. You don't have to abide by these sedentary decision makings. I think in the end of the day, it, it, it kills you slowly. It really does. It really does. And it just creates disease and discomfort and things in the body. Um, and I see it happen all the time. But I really like to use like these life lessons and make them themes in my yoga classes. So like, yes. I'll take like life lessons that I am going through in my own life. Like, and then I'll make it like a theme in my class and somehow like begin it that way, tie it in through the class and then like bring it all in the end. Um, and just, I don't know. I think people really appreciate that. It's um, relatable. Just, yeah, definitely. It's relatable. I'm, yeah. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, we all just got to come to realize we're all more alike than we are different. We're all looking for the same shit. We're all looking for acceptance. And again, like love, right? We all want it in a way. And when we when we have it, we have self-esteem and we can start to self-actualize, i.e. steel mace yoga, right? That's a version of you being self-actualized. And 
and the work that you do, it just, it just right. shows. So well, like this in my business, my first business that I, or that I started with my, with massage, luminous heart wellness, like from my luminous heart to you. you know? yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Now let's get a little technical. How much of uh, anatomy trains and like the work of Tom Myers has impacted the way like you go about massage, manual therapy, and like the physical training part? Oh man, it all just interwends together. So I guess I lost, I'm, I mostly learned everything that I know from uh, doing massage, the anatomy and kinesiology part of it mm -hmm. is mostly through my massage training. But I mean, I've done lots of seminars and workshops and, you know, trainings that, um, on it a lot. But I mean, mostly I've, I've learned a lot more than actually doing it versus what you read in books. So like, yeah. Uh, learning intuition on body work, like doing body work on people. I've learned probably more about a lot of that I know as, as just actually doing it and learning people and their bodies and how they respond and, and the work that I do. Like I've never learned more about intuition than just having a, a person as a feedback tool, you know? <laughs> totally. And that's like, that's really where, that's where the nitty gritty happens. That's where you get the experience, obviously by doing, and you probably take in as much of that as possible. Yeah. Like I'm, I've, I was never a book guy, but you know, the more information I'm exposed to and the more, like I said, I try to piece things together. I'm more of an auditory, visual, kinesthetic guy myself. But when I do go through books you know, especially this anatomy trains book, I, you know, I'm not sure if you heard of it or not, but like, this mm -hmm. is like, it's super extensive. There's a lot of information, but they go deep in like the fascia and the, the, the myofascial linings and how people with, uh, you know, people that do manual therapy could kind of, uh, operate and make, you know, uh, you know, strengthen people up and they go the same way in teaching people that are like physical trainers, how to use the fascia and like postural lining and body reading to heal people and strengthen people. Right. So like the more, the more I could expose myself to the better I'm going to be as a trainer. And obviously like, you know, bump ideas off you and like, you know, grow this community together of, of people that are interested in these, these fitness tools, this, these modalities of exercise and, you know, getting people to come to your workshops. So that, that's a cool segue. Let's talk about where your next workshops are, what parts of the country. I mean, you love traveling photography, it all kind of intertwines. Um, now that you have the, you know, the ability to do those types of things, where, what cities are you doing these well, workshops? I was gonna say, before we move on, I was going to yeah. say how, just like how amazing it is that um, everything that I do do, um, you know, I can teach, train somebody, I can decompress them. I can do manual therapy on them. I yeah. can stretch them out. I can like it all, like everything connects. Um, but yeah, so I, I just got, so Chicago has been kind of my main hub because my team is there and, yeah. um, I've just been, Chicago has been exposed to so many shoga more than anywhere. So I just got back from there. My next workshop is not this weekend, but the next in Houston at C4. I don't know if you met Laura, but she's amazing. Um, uh, she I'm not sure that I met her. No. And the Viking Ninja white belt certification there once. But um, And so I was going to go to Houston because I was going to make a plan to go visit my dad anyways. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm from Beaumont's in that area. So the next one is Houston. Um, and then... Uh, I, I think, I think I'm taking a little time off and I'm just going to go back to Chicago, um, next, but I, I don't really have a next one planned because I usually have every two months mm -hmm. I'm traveling. I've been traveling so much that I think just the summer after, after Houston, I'm going to, um, I'm taking, I'm going to Florida, of course, um, in July. Um, and then after that, I think I'm just going to chill out till September. So. Um, Houston, then, um, going to Dallas for Viking Ninja, um, Viking Ninja, uh, body, body, uh, body weight workshop okay. after that. And then in July, I'm going to Florida. We're doing uh, mindful mechanics and still me yoga weekend. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, well, like, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to respect your time. And, uh, you know, I told you 45 minutes, we're creeping up on 42, you know, um, I love, I love your enthusiasm for what you're doing. It's contagious. It, it fuels me up and I hope that it fuels some people listening to kind of make these incremental changes and learn to love right. the process, learn to love the journey. And, you know, they, they're in charge to make the changes that they want to make in their lives, you know? Yeah. And, and I really just want to empower people to find a way to better themselves and, um, uh, lately I've been, it's been kind of blowing up. 
I run Viking Ninja Women, um, and that kind of inspiration came from wanting just to empower women a long time ago and not really knowing what that looked like. Mm-hmm. But um, for and then for Isik to be like, here, you're going to do Viking Ninja Women, and what really makes it different is because Viking Ninja training can be a little intimidating totally. for people that are just coming in, especially for women, especially for women. So the whole purpose is to really want to bring women in and empower women and grow this um, really big, strong team of, of really strong, inspiring women. And, and like you said before, when you get to a lot of people together into a group, um, it becomes extremely powerful. And so um, we've just been building up. We have the ambassador program um, where we've just been building all these uh, women into Viking, Viking striking, body weight, and still mace and having ambassadors and then having uh, them find a student to teach. And we've been putting together these educational videos where we break down a, you know, a, a exercise or a boxing thing to go through. And we... Um, we just do an educational video. And so we also have to train and teach our students how to do those moves and also how to teach them and also how to, uh, you know, do an educational video. So it's really empowering and it's been growing. And like all these girls are just killing it. They're making these videos, they're posting their stuff online and all these, you know, all these other women are like, Hey, I want to learn on this. And they're like, how do I, how do I become part of this? And so that's growing really big lately. And that's just something I wanted to put out there. For all you women that are just like really wanting to find something that you can be a part of that's powerful and amazing, um, I think that ESIC has really created an amazing uh, way to do that within the Viking Ninja program. That sounds amazing. I want to get my business partner involved in that because you know she's a she's a stay at home mom. She's starting the Steel Mace Company with me, and like we call her her van that she hauls the the maces around, the Mace Mobile, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because we're like, you know, we do classes mobile, like we're in different right. parts. I'm like, is there an easier way to do this? Like you guys have figured it out or what? I'm sorry? <laughs> have you guys figured out a way to like carry maces better? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just in our mace mobile and moving moving them back and forth to the, the spots, basically. But I told her, Whoa. I was like, I was like, she needs to like make a, a Facebook group that's Steel Mace Moms. And I, I, I think I think that she would be a great thing for Viking Ninja women. So I want I want her to get involved cool. with you, and I want her to kind of like explore those, um, you know, that path going into the, the mace and, and learning to teach it. If that's exactly what she wants to do, I know she's mentioned that to me, uh, but I feel like this is like a good avenue to kind of like get her involved into that and 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 show like the community of women and and in her case mom specifically to kind of get after it and start businesses and you know do their thing like you said empowerment it's an empowerment tool it's healthy it's fun it's it's a a a positive vibe type builder and and overall like adds to your health and wellness so i think that's great what you're doing cool thank you well yeah it was really cool talking to you and like, you know, cause I'll sit here and talk still my yoga for like hours and hours. And I know we didn't stick to that. Like, I love talking about still my yoga. Um, but man, I think we talked a lot about it before as well, but it was kind of good to get a little bit off topic and get to know you a little bit more and talk about, uh, some different things in life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for being so open with my, uh, with my analogy with uh, circular motions and, and consciousness and how it kind of like oh, no, awesome. intersects. Uh, I think it's amazing, um, you know, and I've studied and read a lot about it. I just guess I really haven't really connected the still mace to all those all those thoughts and things. So thanks for uh, making that connection. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, Aaron, real quick before we before we go, what where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about you, steel mace yoga, the whole nine? Okay. Just lay it out here, and I'll put it in the show. All right, I got lots of things, man. Okay, yeah, so um, I have my. Um, I have my Facebook, Aaron Furry. My last name is F-U-R-R-Y. Of course, if you make me drop that R, then it's the Fury, which is mostly the Fury all the time. But um, <laughs> um, so yeah, my Facebook group, I have a Still Mace Yoga and Luminous Heart Wellness on Facebook. Also, my IG in, uh, Instagram handle is Furry Yogi. So there's a lot of double letters in there. It's F-U-R-R-Y, Y-O-G-I-I. I also have Still Mace Yoga Instagram, also Viking Ninja Women. And then I also run the Still Mace, Still Mace Women as well. I have four freaking accounts. But Fairy right. Yogi and Still Mace Yoga are my main two. Um, I have two websites. You can look um, uh, read about Still Mace Yoga on stillmaceyoga.com. And you can kind of read more about my bio. I have my Luminous Heart uh, Wellness for, uh, 
website, which is um, luminousheartportal.com. Luminousheartportal.com. Uh, uh -huh. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna link portal to my website and portal to my heart. <laughs> and I'm gonna link the portal in uh, the show notes so that everyone can get there. Yeah. So uh, mainly, yeah, the the Soulmate Yoga is my number one website. So follow me, see what we're doing, um, and we'll bring Soulmate Yoga or Viking Ninja training to a place near you. I have yeah. a brochure. I've made uh, a really badass brochure to start handing out to um, gyms talking about what Stone Mesh Yoga actually is. So Cool. Cool. I love it. I love the direction that all this is going in. Um, I love feeding it, uh, getting information off you and, and kind of just uh, getting inspired. And now I'm, I'm thinking about all these cool things that I want to do. So uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for everything. And uh, let's keep growing this community. I think this is great. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. That was Aaron Furry, CEO and creator of Steel Mace Yoga on Instagram at Furry Yogi. All the links to everything that has to do with Aaron Furry will be in the show notes. And if you're interested in checking out what she has to offer, by all means, check out a workshop. She does them all over the country. She's really kicking ass only a year and a half in. Super inspiring. There's something about the steel mace that gets you to just think differently and behave in a way that you truly want to behave so that you're kind of keep on growing, keep on evolving. This was a really fun conversation, and I really hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you to Action Coffee. Make sure to check drinkaction.com right now. And if you're interested in getting some amplified coffee, MCT-infused coffee, use promo code Danny at checkout. You'll get 12% off your order. It's fuel for life. It's how I start my day. Action Coffee is the way to go. Quality coffee from Antigua, Guatemala. Drinkaction.com, promo code Danny at checkout for 12% off. Also, well vibes organic cbd is some of the highest quality cbd out there right now organically grown quality manufacturers this stuff is the real deal i mean there's so much cbd out there right now and um well vibes organic is some of the highest quality that i've run into and if you're interested in learning a little bit more about well vibes check out wellvibesorganic.com and if you like some of the products that they have tinctures cbd solve cbd capsules dog treats um, vapes they also have some flour now that they're getting into i don't know if that's on the site yet but the cannabis industry is definitely uh, growing especially in the midwest now that it will become legal january 1st um, check out well vibes organic again non-psychoactive components as of now uh, check them out wellvibesorganic.com and also use promo code Danny at checkout you get 20% off your first order that's pretty big and uh, formula nootropics find my formula I'm interested in cognitive enhancers obviously if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while and nootropics are a way to go I got hooked up with uh, alpha brain and on it and I loved Alpha Brain. Now I've been taking some uh, nootropics from Formula Nootropics. And I like them because Formula Nootropics, they give you an opportunity to take an assessment piece. And they'll give you the best stack that they have for you and your individualized day. You know, we're all individual. We all do things differently. We all think differently. And the nootropic stacks at Formula will be 100%. Uh, customized for you and to optimize your day so check out findmyformula.com right now use promo code danny cola fitness at checkout you get 20 percent off your nootropics okay uh use that code this is how these this is the podcast keeps up and running so appreciate your your support and help everybody uh all the love in the world make sure to check out my instagram at danny cola fitness if you like what you heard today on the podcast please like share rate review the uh the podcast this episode and um that's it i look forward to bringing you more quality content we have a handful of quality episodes next karsten yes to strength uh strength coach out in uh, canada toronto that'll be the next episode I have Eric Leha and Francesca Fit on episode 99 coming up. That's going to be great. Um, a lot of big names coming up. Episode 100 around the corner with Kristen Stafford of Balance Fitness. 
DJ Simone's episode 101. It's always good to reconnect with DJ Simone, one of my good friends. Jason Figorski, Fix Fit, will be episode 102. A lot of big names coming up in the next few episodes. So stick around. Thank you so much for the support. And that's it. Peace.